Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi. <laughs> I'm Sue Funk, and I, you're here <laughs> listening to The Real Housewives of Rewatch. And with me, as always, is... Danielle from Brands by Bravo. And we I, did it. We made it. We did. We, we've, we've recorded, we've edited, we've released <laughs> an entire season, and now this is, this is the reunion. This is it. This, this is. And the reunions, they're so important... Because for some reason on the show, they don't ever like the fourth wall to go down. But yeah. on the reunion, there's no walls. No. You, you, there are no walls. They can actually acknowledge that there's celebrities and media and production and all the things that when we watch it, they can't. And that's why I love them so much. And this is early reunion, too, where it's still a Watch What Happens Live special. Yes. And we are in the Russian tea room. There's no ridiculous sets that they've I been doing. <laughs> absolutely love that this was done in the Russian tea room. Oh, yeah. It was gorgeous. It was the perfect backdrop. It was very New York. That must have cost so much money. Hmm. I don't know. No? I mean, you know what they could have done on, like, a Monday? Yeah, like, that's the thing. I'm like, if you know somebody, if it's advertising, if they, like, then, like, paid for cater. I don't know. I just feel like it was probably just as much as a studio would cost. I think of it as a very fancy place. I've never been there. Have you been there? Yes, but I was like a child. Yeah, um, definitely was on was on the list. But yeah, I love that it was a Watch What Happens Live special. Mm-hmm. I wonder when that transition ha- changed from Watch What Happens Live to its own special. We should call the Bravo historian. <laughs> is yes. there a Bravo and, um, historian? Ring, ring, life? Andy. Hello. Hi, I'm just <laughs> dropping in. I'd like to know when this got changed. But they're like... Like the reunion, the concept of it pioneers because now everybody does it. And oh, I yeah. actually feel unfulfilled when I watch other reality shows that don't have a reunion. Yeah. You're like, what? I have so many more questions that are not answered. And then you're just going to go into a second season and not tell me what really happened. <laughs> yeah. Like I've watched this really weird show called Welcome to Plathville on TLC. It's been four seasons. There has been no reunion and it's very frustrating. Rude. 
but like 90 day fiance does a reunion the netflix shows have been doing them that bravo uh whoever's original idea for the reunion pioneers in the reality tv honestly all of bravo's television like is extremely like breaking groundbreaking because you've got they threw to the web like in the beginning of this they even say like we got all of our questions from bravotv.com like that was before we were getting them through social then they got them through social you remember the bravo blogs they had the blogs they but then they also they were the first ones to do the dvr trip which is that um thing where you're like why did my dvr record like an hour and five minutes when it was the show was only like an hour and they mm-hmm. give you like a sneak peek at another show or they like a lot of times now they'll like put watch what happens live yeah. with the housewives that's called a DVR trip because it like just tricks you into watching it like you get yeah. and then so like, whatever that into Vanderpump rules and whatever nine that years show later, is at I the still end watch it. has a different Nielsen rating <clears throat> so like it's so interesting you watched it even though you didn't want to watch it because you were like well I don't feel like getting the remote and so that was something that Bravo pioneered. They also did the minute commercials. That was like one of the first stations to do it. No, like Bravo, having worked in cable TV for a decade, everyone took from Bravo. <laughs> they, and they when really I worked at cable TV, I used to sit and read the Bravo blogs all day rather than do my job. <laughs> I mean, I read every same. one of those blogs. <laughs> they were so juicy. And so, drama, such dra- Jersey. Jersey had a lot Jersey, of drama from yeah. the blogs. Well, especially because <laughs> Teresa never wrote hers. No, Everyone's like, come she on. She certainly never read anyone her else's herself. <laughs> so I feel like the first thing that must be discussed at a reunion is the couch setup. Okay. As we Who's know, this is like very important Andy? later yes. on. So Jill and Alex are on one couch. Mm-hmm. And then Bethany, Luann is actually next to Andy. Jill yes. on one side. Jill is next to Andy on the other. And Alex next to Jill, and then it goes Luann, Ramona, Bethany. Yeah. If this was filmed today, that is not how the seats oh, would be no. done. It would have been Jill and Bethany on either side. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, yeah, they would have been and together. And would have Jill been at Bethany. the end of the couch. Um, and Ramona, they would have, or Bethany and Jill would have been on the same couch, probably. That's what I'm saying. I think Bethany and Jill would have been on the same You're couch. Right. Yeah, sorry. As they always put people on the same team, you know, on the same side. Mm-hmm. So found found that interesting. Um, well, I liked and I it because it, I felt like it made it less adversarial because they weren't like the Ramona and Bethany being next to each other was great. Yeah, agree. Wasn't mad about the seating. No, but it was I just interesting. It, no, you're right though. It would never be that way now. Mm-mm. Um, also, what I found so interesting, I found like the glam and the makeup very minimal. Oh yeah, no, there was none. The outfits were very basic, and the fact that Jill wore the Team Jill shirt. Available at bravo.com. Could you imagine? (laughs) These women spend so much money now on these reunion outfits, the looks. When reunion outfits are released, we're getting Atlanta, probably by this point we'll have had it. I live for reunion outfit release day. Oh, it is a great day. It is exciting. I love the franchises that coordinate. I will also say I follow tons of Bravo Instagrams. Brands by Bravo, obviously my favorite. <laughs> but I vote on everyone. Everyone does a poll that day. Does it bother me? No. I vote no. on all of them. <laughs> Sometimes oh, I've changed love... my mind. Or someone has a different angle of a dress that I'm like, oh, now I see things in a whole new light. 
My mind often gets changed too from the terrible photos that Bravo seems to release to then seeing it in person on the couch or on or my what screen. They release sometimes. Like sometimes I'll be like, oh, they looked better in their story in that lighting than the way that they did it in the photo shoot. Yeah. But I, I just love, I love seeing the looks. But yeah, I like when they coordinate. This was not a coordinated look. No, this was chaos. <laughs> did anyone even have a full length dress? I don't think so. No, no. Like Ramo- Ramona was wearing. It looked like, again, a child's party outfit. <laughs> like, I, was it like a light purple dress? It, very, like, it I was remember cute, it. but it was very, like, young, childish. Not like, oh, she's trying to look like a young woman. Like, it was like a cute, girly dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at this time, because Andy did ask them who watched Real Housewives of Orange County. <gasps> was that the only other franchise that was out at yes. this time? Had Atlanta premiered yet? No. Okay, I didn't think so. So it was only Jill, Bethany, and Ramona that said they watched. Wasn't Jersey after New York? Or was it Atlanta after New York? You know, while we talk, I'm going to have to Google this because it's really going to bother me. So I'll go and tell everybody that Andy asks the question, and Jill, Ramona, and Bethany all raise their hands, indicating that they did watch Real Housewives of OC, and Luann and Alex lied. (laughs) like i'm sorry you i cannot believe i know it's like a pretentious thing i feel like you can't tell me you didn't sneak a peek at the show that you were going to be exemplifying and i know that they were they thought they were manhattan moms or whatever but like that was what bravo was known for that was like their only show back then yeah okay i got the facts you well ready? no there was probably working out and blowout and those but like this was the big one flipping out might have been on too i used to watch that I my know. life on the d-list kathy hilton the rich was well, yeah it was all kathy shows yeah basically not kathy hilton oh my god kathy kathy, kathy griffin griffin it's... okay so orange county aired march 21st 2006 to may 9th then housewives of new york uh, aired March 4th, 2008. So oh, two years had gone oh. by from the first season of Orange County. Then That's Atlanta right. was actually started October 7th, 2008. So season one aired like six months after the first New York season aired. Then Jersey was 2009. Then DC oh, aired in 2010. Then it was Beverly Hills in 2010 also, and Miami. Wow. And then it was Potomac and Dallas were the next two together in 2016. So they really let those ride for a while. Wow. DC was like something that I think I fever dreamed. (laughs) I think for most people it was. Can you watch it anywhere? There's got to be somewhere to watch it. So, yes, now we know our Housewives timeline history. Which I feel like I kind of knew that I was there. They were really close together, but yeah. So OC was the only one, and as we know, years later, Vicky and Ramona had their fight of who put Housewives on the map. But I watched OC, so it's hard for me to answer that question. But I also feel like OC was played and then replayed a thousand times. Like that show Definitely. was like rerun. So I feel like I didn't necessarily watch OC while it was like airing at its intended time slot, I feel like I probably saw it on a Saturday when I was hung over on a couch, you know, yeah. like 
That's how I feel like I saw it. I definitely watched it in college, I think. So Well, whatever. Not sure. We're not all babies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have barely scratched the surface of this because right after they ask the question and Lou and Alex lie, or maybe they just... The one thing I will say is they do strike me as people who don't have televisions, but do yes, want to be on televisions, which yeah. is like an anomaly for me, but sure. Um, so then Ramona goes in on Alex. Uh, yeah, she jumps right into it. I don't know. Also, I don't know when this happened, but Andy called Jill a Yenta. Oh, yeah. I just had to take note of that. That's true. Yenta is a Yiddish word. It's a Jewish from like, um, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's a word my mom would say all the time. Like, she's such a Yenta, like a loud mouth gossip. It's exactly who Jill mm-hmm is and if you don't know what yiddish is that is yiddish is like a jewish language that's a mix of like russian and hebrew kind of mix um but yeah it's a very gossipy busybody i also is... feel like for anyone living in new york you learn yiddish yes like, yes definitely like know schmuck, a decent amount of yiddish. yiddish you know yeah um, shmata yeah um even uh, bobola which the bubba's from vanderpump rules bubola yeah is yiddish I don't know where they got the well, a lot of people know that term, but people think I'm Jewish all the time because I talk in Yiddish and I'm just like, no, I'm just from Long Island. Like that's <laughs> that's another that's our that's our cultural language. It's de- <laughs> yeah, it's Yiddish and Italian. Like that's that's Long Island. <laughs> um but so the way that Ramona goes off at Alex is because they bring up the house and the fact that her house in Brooklyn is just a disaster area <laughs> and there's just a lot of great moments like Lou being like you're so brave for putting your house on television like that I forgot you should said really that. be proud of yourself <laughs> it was like oh that was the meanest classiest backhanded compliment definitely they jump right in but I feel like Andy tries to reel him back but then Ramona just goes off on it about how like, she starts slow like Ramona does on the roller coaster where she's just like, well, I don't know why. Like, but And then she just starts talking about the children's safety and how, like, just listing all the possible things that could happen to Alex's children. Yup. Doesn't, um, doesn't Andy ask, like, a viewer question of asking if Ramona's on drugs? Yes, that is Yes, later. right? Because, because <laughs> I said that a few episodes yeah. ago that I was like, is she taking Adderall or something? Not, I don't like to question that, and but I do like, because no, of I'm her. No, just thinking thoughts. I'm thinking a lot of thoughts. I'm thinking about the next thing. I'm thinking about the other thing. <laughs> like, sure, Adderall doesn't have you do that at all. Um, but I loved Alex's response to Ramona freaking out because you want to talk about drugs. I was like, Alex had to have been on, like, she took an edible, a Xanax, something, because she's just like, Ramona, Ramona, honey, no. This, you only saw a hallway of my home. Which I'm like, we also saw your your bedroom, which was also not. Yeah, the house is a mess. Just own it, Alex. The house is a mess. It's fine. You have little kids. But also, like, I don't think her children were in danger in that home. No. If Alex is anything, she's a great mom and loves her kids and definitely would not do anything. But, like, she had no hives on her face. Like, to me, <laughs> I'm like, is this, like, Alex McCord, the, 
the weed years? Like, what is going on? <laughs> maybe. That would have been, or maybe she just had, like, a nice, you know, I don't know what type of wine she likes, but maybe a glass of wine before it got started. Just or Chardonnay, and she was on her way. <laughs> uh, yeah, a bit, a bit zen before it gets started. Um, Wait, let's go to Ramona, because... This viewer question for her was amazing because it was about the pool scene where she was really obnoxious. Remember, she almost threw mm-hmm. her friend's dog. We talked about that and we were like, that was messed up. Like, So she was just like, I was with my friends at the pool just being myself. And she basically is saying that she forgot the cameras were there. And oh, I do remember this. Yes. And so Bethany goes... You know, like, she goes on her little rant of, you know, like, oh, you got to... And she goes, you got to go big or go home. And everyone on the couch is just marveled by this turn of phrase by Bethany of go big or go home, like she invented it. And, I mean, it was just wild. These like, you are so clever. I was like, have you never had to watch ESPN in your life? Yeah, they. someone clearly did not grow up with a father who only lives and dies by sports references because that is mine. <laughs> Everything in life was a basketball reference for my entire life. Any struggle I've ever had. He's like, well, when you're in the game, you only got five seconds left. You're going to have to decide something. Like, that is every reference of my life. So, I just, yeah. It's just, it was so funny how flabbergasted these ladies were. They were like, oh, you're so impressive. I wonder if it's because now they realize how obsessed everyone is with Bethany. And in that moment, they're like, we need to become her best friend because she's clearly the breakout star of the show. And she does talk about how she would rather be funny than beautiful or smart. And Ramona does kiss her ass and goes, you're both. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, then we're going into the jail thing. They show the package and they stop at her freeze frame of her double chin (laughs) oh yes which she was not happy about and also notice how she always says her full name i'm jill zarin i'm jill zarin and a really funny thing my mom says her full name oh really my mom's name is eve do you know how many eves there are like this isn't like she she, always and i've always thought it was so funny so maybe it's just like a jewish new york mother thing to say your full name i don't know i gotta say as a comedian we said we call each other by first name last names and i will say i introduce myself as sue funk all the time you got you know i feel like when you got a name like that though when you have a one syllable first name yeah it's easy to do it that's i mean jill zaren works as a yeah Eve, Sue, Jill, we all get together and we say our first name last <laughs> name together. <laughs> but no, it is, it's like a, a comic thing is like you just always say first name, last name too because you that's how you introduce somebody to a stage. So uh-huh. I am just often, that's the way I talk, but I, I will say I'm always like, I'm Sue Funk. I'm Sue Funk. Yeah. And it the works. best is when it's... I say it too fast and people are like, Fung? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and they always look at me like, you don't look like a Fung. <laughs> no, 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 no. That name would not work for you. No, but it was um, uh, funny. But yeah, so she's twenty five year old stepson who apparently had been sick. He was in the hospital. Yeah. We didn't know any of this. The, I he was he like whatever disease that he had causes a heart attack. Yeah, I feel awful. I have no idea what happened to him. I'd love to know if anyone knows. Yeah, it's, that it's was never brought exciting. up again. But just she... very interesting because I thought Bobby had no kids, and I thought yeah. I didn't know that. That was really sad. Yeah. And then they talk a little more about the detox center. That they mm-hmm. say it was for weight loss and her arthritis. Mm-hmm. And then she lost water weight. And, you know, is that a myth? Is that a thing? Water weight? Oh, is I that definitely real? think so. 
Because it's like, aren't you, you can... just going to gain it back when you drink more water? I don't think it's actual water weight. I think it's just like weight that you can easily release. I don't know. I don't know, but I thought it was. I think we talked about this at. I saw Allie said her arthritis is cured, so that's great. Good for yeah. Allie. She sweated all out. She, maybe she sweated it out at the detox center in Martha's Vineyard. I mean, sounds like it's a possible. Nice way to it's possible. Get rid of a disease. And then I think one of my favorite things Ramona says is that she has no embarrassing moments and she loves everything she did on the show. <laughs> and that is just, I'm like, yeah. that just sets you up for the next 13 years of watching Ramona. Yeah. But she also then doubles down on leaving girls' night mm-hmm. with, I think, a third new excuse. Like, I don't think she said the sick relative, or did she on the show? I forget what. No, she didn't. It was that she lost track of time. She had already made these plans. No, I, yeah, and, she just tries that, to justify it. I had a sick relative, and, if, you know, I just wanted to be with my girlfriends. And the man's like, what are we, chop liver? Like, if there's anything I hate more that a housewife does is the double down. I am so forgiving and I can forgive so many things, but when they double down, it's always, no, like, how can you not see? This is not the thing. Well, it's also like, baby, you're on camera and Jill and Bethany were both there. They're like, no, you did not say that. You did not tell us any of that. It's wild. I mean, I'm just so easy to apologize. Like, I have no pride. I will apologize for anything. It's so... (laughs) Um, it just amazes me the lack of ability that, you know, all, all, all housewives have this, which I guess makes them good TV and I would be boring because someone would call me and then I would just be like, I'm so sorry. Please don't but be mad she at like me. quadrupled, quintupleted uh, down because she also gets mad because Jill brings up the fact that Bethany was there. And then she's like, don't be so controversial, Jill. Don't be so controversial towards me. You're so antagonistic. I know like, it's crazy and it's just like like and everyone's just kind of like no she's not she's just disagreeing with you because <laughs> you're lying <laughs> like it's not it's not what you think it is Ramona yeah I know and then is it do they show Bethany's package I think um because I have it going right into how much just Andy loves Bethany and he just loves her all of her one-liners yes and I you, can just tell, you know you know she's his favorite you know he looks at her and he sees i'm gonna get 10 seasons out of this woman like oh, she is everything sure. i want on a reality you know probably the way he looks when he looked at vicky where it's just like yeah. yes no but he also wants to be bethany's friend too and the package yes. that they show of her is just a best of of talking heads like it's not even a lot of the action in her life it is just all of her being funny and yes. so I was like, ooh, you got a really nice edit. <laughs> I mean, she had a really great edit season one. They didn't, mm-hmm. they barely showed that one time she snapped a Jill and like, that's about it. Like yeah. the later year Bethany's that we learn and how loony she can be was not in season one. But I also think that she probably got a little loonier. Just probably. Fame does that to people. Well, also that's, life does that sure. to people. Um, and then, you know, they talk about Jason again, um, and that he had no desire to be on TV and he only wanted to do the show for his sister's charity, which I'm glad at least they aired that because it could have gotten cut. she didn't even bring up the charity. No, she just said he wanted to be on TV for his sister. 
I was like, you should probably bring it up again if that's the whole reason he did it. And um, then they also talk about the moment with the freezing egg or the uh, your eggs are dying. Yes. That her friend said. And uh, I thought it was really funny because while Bethany said she would adopt or she would think of other alternatives to having a child, she she refuses to uh, freeze her eggs. I guess it's like a chef thing because she's just like, that sounds like the worst omelet ever. <laughs> <laughs> We thought that was yeah cute. but she does get emotional she again you know she cries about just wanting to have a kid and it just makes me happy to look back and see what she wanted and to actually like follow a person's journey and see like how cute and how good her relationship is with her daughter now makes me very happy for her well, and it was also one of those rare moments where Ramona is actually motherly and like says she like holds Bethany and is like you will get your child you will get your child and it was like Oh, Ramona's a human. Sometimes I forget that. <laughs> Sometimes. And when she's a human, and that's her most redeeming, she is amazing. And she will really be there for these women. And we've seen that many times. Yeah. But it, it it's just a hit or miss. A lot. You got to do a lot of digging to get that out of her. But, like, if if something goes wrong in your life, would you ever call Ramona? Like, even though she can be motherly and sweet. The thing is, though, she, you, you don't never call know her. What you're she seems get. to call you. That's true. That's he true. seems to be though she does seem to step up when things are bad. Well, all right, Ramona can be a human sometimes. That's what I know, just but learned. that's what I find is the thing that is always for many years that I found very redeeming about her. True, she can have these real moments, and that was very sweet to see. The but then let's get back to the drama because Jill calls Alex a wannabe socialite. <gasps> Oh and God, they I all called <laughs> Alex for blaming editing on how she looked. Because I guess Alex really is like doubling down that editing made them look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And it's just so ridiculous because, like, again, already Ramona said that that's not true. You forget about it. And then um, she says, like, if a wise woman once said, if you see what you think is wrong, check your premises because one of them is wrong. Who said that? Was that Lou or Alex? That was Alex. And, like, Bethany is just, like, I'm dumb. I have no idea what you just said. Like, none. What does that mean? And she never really explains it, and they, like, keep arguing with her. But I'm just, like, wait, no, like, I really need to unpack this. What is this And you just, like, can't – you can't blame editing for words that came out of your mouth. Editing – you sat there, and you looked at yourself in the newspaper, and you said certain things. And you talked about how Jill is a connector and how you want to make – Listen, there are times when editing does these people dirty. I don't think that happened in season one with Alex. I think they weren't mad at the editing. I think they were more mad at the perception that was different than what they thought. Like, yes. when Simon even comes on, he's like, everyone wants to be in a different position than what they are in. You know, like, we're not, like, mm-hmm. weird for wanting that. But it's like, yeah, but... Yes, everyone aspires to be better in some way, but I'm not checking the New York Times style section to see if I made the papers and talking about paparazzi when I spent $10,000 on tickets, you know? Yeah. That is not a normal behavior of people. Listen, as I always say, editing can make it look a certain way. But those words still came out of your mouth. And yep. she still said a lot of the things she said. And I, it's, I, it's interesting because I find that Alex that we see in this reunion is very different than the one on the show. Mm-hmm. Just more aggressive, not so zen. Like she, yeah. it's, you can see the fame has it's planted its seed in her head. That's for sure. 
I still think that there was some sort of courage that was given to her before this because, like, she gets combative and stuff in later seasons, but she, it makes her so anxious. Mm-hmm. And here she is just cool, collected, like, acts like she's defended herself like this a million times before. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Then I think we get Lou's package. I don't yeah. remember anything from it. Um, it, the biggest thing from Luz was um, that uh, the maid talked about the parents not being home, and Lou addresses right. it. And Lou says that Rosanna was only talking about the ha- husband and not her. Yeah. That's how she defends it. Which, like, if you want to take it that way and make sure Rosanna keeps her job, that's fine with me. Like, please don't fire her for the things she said. <laughs> I just think it was interesting because... I feel like Rosanna meant both of them. <laughs> oh, 100%. Absolutely, she meant both of them. But... And Lou blaming the Count, I feel like, is, like, interesting to me that, like, oh, you don't think he's home, and that's why you're not home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then also we find out that Noel will be Count, but Victoria gets nothing, which all of the women agree is super sexist and are not cool with, that the title doesn't get passed to the girl even though she's older than Noel. But Jill being Jill has to take it yet another step and be like, I would fight for Victoria. She should. I mean, I get it, but I also feel like, Jill, you don't know the situation. And I know. The title but I'm comes... not, I was on Jill's side on that one. But it sounds like the thing that you get is jewels for your wife. That's the way we family it. jewels. So what? Victoria can, should get it for herself. And then Andy asks how much those are worth, and she's like, "Oh, not much." And I was like, "Ooh, that bitch knows that she should not. She doesn't want to get robbed." Cause yeah, smart move. Don't not tell much, us how much. Is probably means priceless. Either way, she ain't getting them now, so she probably had to give them back or whatever she had. Uh. <laughs> Maybe she sold them to buy that house upstate that she bought, and then she, I don't think she has it anymore. Remember the roundhouse in upstate? Oh yeah. I was just looking at my notes, and uh, the other thing that happened during the package was they showed the clip of Lou whispering to Bethany about how she shouldn't, she has to pronounce Mrs. DeLaSeps instead of just Lou Ann. Mm-hmm. And when, like, she's like laughing while the package is on, she's like, oh, I'm so silly. And then when they get to the question about it, though, whoo. That woman backpedals faster than a circus bear. <laughs> like yeah, I think she, she says it was the, she was uncomfortable being introduced that way, and it was the way she was raised. And I was like, you don't have a... She comes but from, like, very humble to, beginnings. What do you mean the way you were raised? But they also give it to her because they're like... But, like, because Bethany's like, I introduce you all the time to people, and, like... I say this is Luann, and you've met many women of friends of mine that you've never had a problem with, and all of a sudden, this driver you have a problem with. So is it, like, like she basically is referring to, like, do you have problems with staff? Like, the, the, there's mm-hmm. a class. And she's like, there's no class. There's no, de- like, de- delineation. Like, no. And it's like, then why should that person call you that and not some lady that you meet? Like... Yeah, I don't know. It was it was classist, and there was no saving it, and it was a ridiculous moment that but I'm glad was, really was caught on camera, and that we can still talk about today. <laughs> it was fun to watch your backpedal. I really agree. It. Agree. And then Simon came out, and I really am kind of quite shocked that they allowed Simon to join this it's reunion so this early chill. on. When this, you know, th- that really like Simon was a pioneer 
Jill. Because not like Don Gunvalson wasn't at the Real Housewives of OC reunion. That's true. I mean, you know, the Housewives were barely at that first reunion. <laughs> yeah, they were. But I'm just saying, like, you know, OC had aired at this time. None of the men. I don't think Slade was at that first reunion. You know, I'd have to go back and watch, but it felt very like that he was truly kind of the first house husband to like get involved in this shit. <laughs> and Jill just keeps going. Why are you here? Why are you even here? But I do agree with that. She's I would not be very wrong. annoyed if I was on a show and it was supposed to be about the women. And you know, like it's, no, it's... it was it was a lot. Um, but they but also, together they the won't admit time, about. I do it. I do think you couldn't have this reunion without Simon. Oh, because totally. Um, again, if I'm a producer, I'm like, get me Andy and a camera. This yep. is gold. <laughs> but I'm saying I see why Ramona would be annoyed about it because she can't. Well, Ramona can't take anything with her. That's what I'm saying. She can't understand that, like, the concept of it's an ensemble and he's a part of the storyline. She's still stuck on, like, it's a show about ladies. And it's like, mm, it's well, Jill was that. the one that was, like, yelling at him this time. Yeah. Uh, well, because they won't admit that they want to move up socially. Bethany yeah. calls them out. I think she calls them gauche. Yeah. Um, and then she said when the cameras aren't around, Bethany says this, that Alex and Simon don't act the same as they do when they're filming. And I found that interesting because we always talked about how nice Bethany and Alex's relationship was. Yeah. And clearly things have changed by this point between them. I think it was because of the blogs. I think it was because of her going out and saying the show isn't real when everybody was really like, we're being real. You're mm -hmm. not. And I get that. But also, um, Alex, like, Lou at one point is just like, do you have any regrets? Or, like, I think Andy was asked, do you have any regrets? And Lou was like, I've wanted to ask that. And she's like, have you had regrets? Do you regret anything? And... Alex is so excited to say, like, I and I don't. I don't. I regret mm -hmm. nothing. And, like, it's like, then why are you saying that they misedited you? <laughs> like, if you really don't regret it, then any way that you said it. Like, they, there's nothing that they could have edited that was so out of context. Yeah. And then Luann says she doesn't feel like she was represented correctly and jill agreed but bethany was the only one who says she was represented fully accurately yeah bethany can't help an to be anyone line. but herself though that's true even if she tried yeah um and then we get into probably the biggest drama of the whole thing i love the it. nude alex photos now i remember when this aired they made such a big deal about like ramona walking off and like i remember when it happened being like that was it. Like it was. Well, she doesn't. She says she has to go to the bathroom, and she just doesn't want to be associated with it. Mm -hmm. And it's just very. I don't even know the word for it. It's ridiculous. It's hypocritical. It's it's you know why they cared so much, or to think her association with something Alex did it is not porn. Even if it was porn, who cares? You know. So what they tried to kind of say in, like, whispered breaths was that it was, like, something about her daughter was embarrassed. Oh, right. Avery would suffer like, because of it. Avery would suffer. But I think it was because it later came out that, like, her school was considering not letting them in because of the castmate being nude. And I was just There's like... There's no way. I just don't understand how in New York City, 
you're gonna I mean I get you want to have an elite school but like half those parents have a nude photo in their past. No, it probably was because of something Ramona did and the school didn't maybe want to say that to her, so then they blamed it on this. That is very, very true. That is more likely than not. Yep, yep. But Um, yeah, so I felt really bad about the story of the nude photos. I didn't really remember or know this, that it seemed... It wasn't, Alex had taken them years prior, and I think this photographer jumped in an opportunity that someone, he took these photos and he released them, and they couldn't really do anything to stop it. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate that she's still, like, proud of it and, like, owns her sexuality with it, and it was I, I like the way Alex it. So it wasn't that long ago. Like, they kept being like, it was years. It was, like, three years, but still. Yeah. And, it, like, and whatever. You can take, like, again, it's 2022. Like, everyone has a fucking nude photo of them somewhere at some point. You fucking hit your iPhone the wrong way by mistake. You know, like, it's just. Word to the wise, because always leave your face out of it. <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. <laughs> Don't put your face in your nudes. But I, I just think. Yeah, the weird thing about that story coming out, though, is that Jill kind of keeps trying to get it that Alex released them and like or Simon released them. She's like, yeah, Are you sure they, you didn't? I don't believe that I, I believe Alex and Simon's story of what happened. Yeah, I feel like even though she's proud of them, I don't think she meant for them to go wide. I do think she meant to do something artistic. And I think that's totally fine. And I loved that actually like. Lou and Bethany were, like, so nonplussed by it. They were just like, "Mm, whatever. Yeah, agree. I think Ramona's just a prude and was... I don't think she was doing it to be, like, I'm going to make a moment. I think she was doing it because I don't even know. Like, I don't think she realized it was... I don't know what she was doing. She's not a prude, though. Like that's she the acts thing. like she's a prude. She always like, pulls the "I'm a good Catholic girl." It's like the Madonna, with, you know, the Leah and the sex later or whatever. On. Like it's just like, come on, bitch. <laughs> like I've seen what you wear to the pool. <laughs> like you've had a nip slip. Somebody has caught it. <laughs> like, yeah. No, she wants to believe she's a prude, but she is not. So she picks and chooses when she decides sexual things are too much for her. I also liked that Bethany was like, are there any South Florida shots? <laughs> and Simon just gets, like, so angry about it. Yeah. And, like, I was just like, oh, that was, like, Bethany being nice to you. <laughs> like, yeah. you just yeah. don't understand her. <laughs> um, so then we get the reveal of uh, Jill's shirt. And I don't remember why she unveiled it. No, me either. I it have was no like, memory of this I think whole they team were talking, thing. I think it was first her and Ramona. And they rub each other the wrong way. So I think that there was stuff online about Team Jill, Team Ramona. There must have the been. Because it's nothing that's in the show. But it must have been stuff in the press and stuff that happened outside of it. Um, so, <laughs> Bethany. Then, oh, then we talk about the like cooking thing. Um, and this is very interesting. Jill talks about how she likes to be invited to everything. Mm-hmm. And that's definitely a thing and a pattern with Jill of when she gets most upset is when she's left out. It all goes back to Jill not being popular in school. As soon as yep. she said that, it was like, I just totally understand her now. I understand all of her motivations. She Even her face, when she says it, she has the face of a child that is 
trying to not be upset that they are upset. <laughs> yeah. And in, in Ultimate Girls Trip, she talks about being bullied at camp. Yeah. So it, it all just, it all stems from that. No, Jill is, it really makes total sense. And uh, in a fight versus Ramona and Jill, and uh, yeah, Jill versus Ramona, Bethany took Ramona because she said Ramona's scrappier. And I think, again, that also speaks to Jill because I feel like Jill's all talk, no walk. I, yeah. I, I just don't think that she would really do anything. I think Jill likes to pretend that she's tough because she thinks it's cool. Agree, agree. Um, and then we talk about that Luca Luca show where Jill left early. Um, she tries to claim she didn't want to be there. It was Allie's first day mm-hmm. of school. I don't, I don't believe it. I you want to sit in the front row and you were mad that you weren't. I will say, though, like, Ramona's just like, I don't understand why you don't just ask somebody to, like, the, to say there was a mistake and you, you, your seat should be changed. And, like, Jill's just like, come on. And I just... Mm, yeah, right. I was just thinking about, like, could you imagine trying to do that during a fashion show? Like, watching Project Runway, like, you know what happens at Fashion Week. <laughs> like, could you imagine trying to wrangle one of those people that is seating somebody and being like, this is the wrong seat? Mm-hmm. Like, that would cause chaos. <laughs> I do also laugh that she says that Allie's first day of school, like, she's a first grader. Like, she was, like, 16. <laughs> Like what do you what do you need to be there for her at that age for her first day of school? It was it was really weird. It, yeah, it just I feel like she should have she did herself no favors by making a Ramona esque lie there. Agree. Yeah, that didn't it wasn't going to go over well. And then we learn, which I didn't know, what actually is in the Skinny Girl Margarita. Did you write it down? Of course, I wrote it down. <laughs> Patron silver on the rocks, four limes, and a splash of triple sec, or, and I'm going to say it wrong, it's spelled like coin, coin trio, but I know that's not how you say it. Contraire? Uh, I don't know how you say this word. I don't know what this word it was. Hold on. I'm like... Edit this out and put it in the chat. How do you say that word? Contraire. Cointreal? Sure, whatever that is. Sure. That's why I said triple sec Cointreal. first. Yeah. <laughs> um, so triple, triple sec or that other booze. Yeah, but it's basically just straight tequila, four limes, and a splash of triple sec. So just all alcohol is and in like the Skinny Girl Margarita. And five other chemicals. Because if you've ever had Skinny Girl Margaritas out of that bottle, there Yeah, this is. was her Skinny Girl <laughs> order margarita. This is obviously not what was ever marketed and sold because there's no chance it was just these three ingredients. I feel like uh, for season two, we should make Skinny Girl margaritas. Yes, I will <laughs> like be drunk that, after that. one. Yeah, I will be Bethany and her friend when they got wasted off those prickly pear margaritas. So that one I'll come to your house for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? The, I'm actually shocked that she has not created like a Skinny Girl margarita like in a can as those are all the rage right now. I think it's because she doesn't run it anymore. I don't I know her. Like, yeah, but she, there's, I don't think she's in I, yeah, the day-to-day I don't know what her involvement is, but I'm just very surprised. That seems like something she would have done. I feel like if the liquor distributor was smart, they would have remarketed it in a can. 
That's and, what I'm saying. Why yeah, it's not in a can. Specifically, if they made them red cans, because, like, that's the color of the brand, they would stand out on the shelves. Like, call us, guys. We're marketing geniuses. There are so many flavors <laughs> of Skinny Girl. Wow. I'm actually kind of in shock by this. That I've never seen in stores. There's I a spicy lime, lime margarita, a white peach, white cranberry Cosmo. Like, I've never seen those. I haven't seen Skinny Girl Margarita in the stores for, like, a, a while now. I feel I like see they the used wine. to be everywhere. Ugh, the wine is super gross. I've never really had it. Oh, it, you want to talk about chemicals. Oof. Probably. I mean, yeah, the whole... I have thoughts on even just the name Skinny Girl, and I wish at, like, some point someone would have a brain to, like, rebrand it. Because the logo, like, looks the same as it's always kind of looked. Like, they... The variation of what Alex drew? Spoiler yeah, alert, we're going to get there. They need a rebrand, Skinny Girl, I think. I know it's expensive, but I don't. I just don't think that's the the way anymore. I don't think she cares anymore. I think this is a crisis is her bigger thing. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, Bethany does her impression of Jill. They hug and crack one another up, and that's like pretty much the ending. Yeah, they love each other. They end the reunion with caviar and vodka, which like how fancy. But like. What was the significance? They were like, and also it was really weird that the countess was doing it, not Chef Bethany. Was putting. I think it's like, just because the, the Russian tea room is caviar and vodka. I oh, think that's why I don't think there was like any. Duh, that was stupid of me. That makes sense. <laughs> it's okay. I forgive you. Thanks, but I still don't understand why you're giving it to Lou when I feel like why would you make the countess shovel her own caviar when you've got a chef right next to you? Yeah, and then also they kind of talk about what's next for their projects. Interesting enough, Alex was the only one with no... I don't really think Jill had a project either, but Luann said she was going to get into modeling and write a book, which she did. She I don't know if she got back into modeling, but she she's did write a, a book. She's a lifestyle model. <laughs> That's what yeah. they call it. I'll say it. For women over 40. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I mean, she's absolutely <laughs> stunning. She's insane looking, head but to also, toe. we so. all knew she was over 40. It was like... You're yeah. not doing any, like, amazing proclamation here. <laughs> and then, you know, Ramona says she's working on a skincare line and really just finding this out to me as we, we saw it, I think, in the end card of yeah. the previous the season series finale. So obviously this is months later. And it just makes me think to the scene where Bethany won't come, season nine or ten, whatever it is, but Bethany won't come to Ramona's skincare launch. And I think, unbeknownst to us, that this is probably something she's been talking about for years and years and years. Because no skincare came out then that so I remember. Wait. I hate to say that. but <gasps> Am I wrong? Was there an original January skincare January 28th, 2010. No way. I was I honored this- to launch the skincare True Renewal at the 70- 74th Street Equinox here in New York. That's hilarious. This is the Ramona Singer blog from 2010. Oh, my God. Wow. What a relic. But I'm going to put this in the chat so you can share this with uh, our listeners on your Instagram. These photos are something else. This is real. I just can't believe, though, this. I don't think this ever became a product that people could buy. Oh, wow. No, this was 2010. So this was like. A season or two later, she she really but, uh, did it. But I'm saying, was this anything that you could ever buy, or did she just have a launch party for nothing? I mean, it looks like there's products with her and Alex McCord. Yeah, but they could just be samples. I don't know. I'm going to have to do some... There's going to be a deep dive with this release. There might have to be, because I'm very curious to that. 
if it actually i thought it was only the one that came later which i'm now forgetting what the name of her later skincare line was okay ramona singer skincare we google things on this podcast we won't <laughs> ageless by ramona yes, renewal serum but did true renewal become anything you can actually buy i don't know I thought it was because I remember the ter- I really do think they put it on the show at least. Well, we'll find out as we keep rewatching that I could be very wrong. But well, if it was launched, it clearly did not do well because it's not around. And then she released an- so this would be a second, a, like a second skincare product that she did. So maybe find something else. I'm sad her <laughs> wine is no longer around. Yeah, I heard it was actually pretty good. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened with that. Um, my guess is is that she had an issue with the distributor. <laughs> Probably that is um, often. Yeah, she has her ageless now, but not not the other ones. So my final thoughts, if we're gonna Jerry Springer it, is I loved this reunion. I loved that it was one episode. We got some good little like behind the scenes drama. We had some fun like. Oh, that was a funny moment. We had a great, like, spew of lies from Ramona. And the thing that I really thought was interesting is that it didn't feel like they shot it all day. It felt like that they were probably there for, like, maybe three or four hours at most. Yeah. And, like, maybe even less because that's the other thing when you were like did they spend a lot of money i was like i don't think they were there very long i don't think they rented it out the whole day like they do now so to quick circle back really fast it was 2018 that season whatever season that was and bethany had tweeted that someone could have acknowledged her invitation to her skincare line and Bethany tweeted back and said, it doesn't exist. And as a businesswoman, I'm done allowing people to pretend business is so easy or have pretend parties to launch products that are fairy tales. Watch cartoons if you want fantasy. And that to me tells me that Chernobyl definitely, I think, was never a real product. And I think she had a launch party and it never was anything. But that was 2018. But I'm saying and I think the, that's why she was so triggered. Was 2010. And True Renewal had a launch party filmed for season three, and I don't think it ever became anything, and I bet you that's why Bethany was so triggered. Because this would now be a second skincare line to never become anything. Although it is a product you can buy, so I guess it did become real. And was that also the season of, like, cheater brand stuff, too? It might have been. That That's really interesting. Yeah. Oh, I did I not think of that. And the Twitter last thing that shade. we also for- forgot about before I give my wrap-up thoughts was... Uh, Bethany Bakes and she had got signed to do a book deal and she ended up doing nine oh, books. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I wonder if she stayed with the same publisher. I don't know. But she wrote a lot of books. That's that's for sure. She, I think she probably used the most books out of all the housewives. Probably. Yeah. She used to do like book tours and like live speaking. She did. She did a lot. I mean, let's be honest. She seems like the most literate of the housewives. Definitely. So she definitely. probably has so, the most books. What would be your rose and thorn for season one? Oh, for season one, um, huh. my thorn would be that they weren't together enough. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be surprising here. I would say going back and rewatching, my rose was probably Alex and Simon because 
they were just so freaking ridiculous and having lived in New York for like 17 years and just knowing more people from there now looking at them I probably would have hung out with them like they they seemed really ridiculous you would have gone to Brooklyn I totally would have gone to Brooklyn to that quirky ass house I would have sat on the floor with Bethany I probably would have been doing Valium with her in the bathroom or something I don't know probably I I don't do that but it seemed like it would probably be a party that I would try (laughs) It was fun. Yeah. No matter what, I would it say was fun. Mine, my thorn would be finding out that they were never friends before they started filming. Like, I just completely forgot that part. And that just really changed a lot of things for me. <laughs> so kind of realizing just how they were complete strangers. Uh, but my rose is definitely getting to relive Bethany and Jill's friendship. Because that's the most authentic thing on all of season one. I think it's one of the most authentic like when there's real friendships on Real Housewives I think that's always the most authentic and I feel like Beverly Hills always tries to make us feel like they are and I just don't think they are I agree they're probably the least yeah Mm, it's not even that they're least friends but I think that they all find that there's opportunities with being friends with each other and that's not a real friendship yeah but that's like they think it's real but it's not but I will say now I'm gonna call myself a hypocrite because in L.A., that's kind of friendship. That's what I was going to say. That's a very <laughs> L.A. thing versus comparatively the way these other cities just don't don't work that way. But, yeah, I just love their friendship. I just thought they were so cute, and it's going to break my heart to watch them not be friends anymore. Yeah. I mean, never say never. You never know what we're going to get with those two. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed season one. Uh, I'm really excited to see what season two will bring us. Me too. Um, I don't think I remember anything from season two, like, at all. Yeah, I can't, like, they all blend together, so I'm excited to see uh, how it goes. And I'm excited that there are still people listening. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much (laughs) for listening to us for season one. Season two is going to be better because it's just a better show. (laughs) It's going to be so much fun. Uh, We release new episodes every Wednesday. Uh, Rate, subscribe, be kind uh, in our reviews and to one another. Oh, yes. I did want to say one thing at the end also. Yeah. And at this point, thank the few reviews that we have. And um, I thought it was so cool that anyone left any for us. So I wanted to say thank you to... Al Gurmrami, we're so happy you were listening. <laughs> and also to New York is my boyfriend. Thank you so much. You are our first reviews. So appreciate it. Yay! Appreciate you. All right. Till next time. Bye. Bye. All right. I'm going to stop recording. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.